sound means from the all-night, all-you-can-eat buffet here in the Austin Brighton Hellmouth. Welcome to another edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. I am the Dome and we are sitting here, most of us anyway, wolfing down food after our first day at Boston Comic-Con. Joining us at the Austin Brighton Hellmouth tonight, Kriana, my darling, how are you? Howdy. And the dead redhead and illustrator X. Hello. Escaped from the four color vault of comics only to be sucked into the hellmouth. And you were told not to let him out, dead redhead. <laughs> I know. What can I do? And his triumphant return back, and it's always good to have you back from somewhere near Indiana, awake by Java. Buongiorno, everyone. Hey. It has been one hell of an interesting week, and for us here on the East Coast, one incredibly interesting day. But, oh my God, yes. but Java, let's start with you, my friend. What you got for us tonight? Oh, brother. Well, you know what? I don't think that we, we could possibly go with a, 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 another week without talking about the new Doctor Who. Now, I, I know that not everyone has seen the episodes that have been released. Um, because, of course, we're all in America, and they're not released here yet. So Some of us uh, have may have seen some in a particularly legal manner. Yeah, so um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the new Doctor Who has taken, I think, taken the community by storm. And um, no matter what the, the misgivings that some people were about his, you know, his look and his you know, youth, I, I personally, I'm, I'm loving it. I think he's going to be great. Here, here. Well, not, not to throw a wet towel onto the raging bonfire of love here. Except for <laughs> that is what he means. <laughs> but I, I will give you that there's been an awful lot of <clears throat> positive talk. And. After the first 15 minutes of the first episode, it was much better. But those first 15 just didn't float <coughs> your boat? First 15 minutes, I wanted to punch him in the face repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying that after the first 15, though, he warmed the cockles of your heart, is that it? I was, was going to say that my, my cockles were not sufficiently chilled any longer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what? She's really cute. She's fun. He's got to be given a chance. And for those of us who might be able to tap into the London feeds, episode <clears throat> two is airing as we speak. No, it's already done. Well, like I said, it's already done. <laughs> <laughs> How do I know that? I don't know. I have no you know, idea how you would know that. 
you know, you know, I, I, I felt the same way about David Tennant. Um, yes. You know, when he took over, and I think that the the producers of the show have a very clear idea of what makes a um, an endearing doctor. I mean, because David Tennant became, you know, one of my favorite characters. Uh, his portrayal became one of my favorite characters in science fiction very quickly. And um, I think that Matt, Matt Smith is going to going to give David Tennant a run for his money. But we'll see. I mean, we have to see how he develops as as a, as he develops his his doctor as a character. And you know. Um, the first episode was written by Stephen Moffat. Yes, it was. And oh my God! Was, Can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, and and it was a fabulous episode. And from what I've seen thus far, the second episode it's also fabulous. And I'm I'm excited to see where the series goes. And I I I did not realize how big of a hole there was in my life while they were on their strange year long. I don't want to make any more Doctor Who's for a while thing. Doesn't it make you sad inside? Yeah, it, and and I was filling my life with other TV shows, you know, and I was I was happy with that. But you know what? Th- there's a doctor sh- shaped hole in my heart. And it's, only filled, <laughs> wow. it's it's only filled by by him, by the doctor. So you know, I and I'm I'm loving it, and, and, uh, and especially I'm, gonna, I'm totally not going to argue with you on this one, if and only because I've missed him terribly too, and you know I'm willing to give him as much time as it takes. To, to make me more comfortable with him. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the worst outing of a doctor I've ever seen by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and there were a number of things that I really did like. Beyond that, I don't want to do any spoilers Thank because Thank somebody you. will hit me in the back of the head. Yep. And also there's a whole lot of our listening audience that is not going to be able to see it for another two to three weeks. But if you can get your hands on it, it is awesome. Yes, it is. Now, having yes. said that, at the show today, a, a sizable portion of the audience were huge Doctor Who fans. There was a couple of Doctor Who artists there today, and they were doing brisk business on Doctor Who. Yeah. One of the things we have to auction off, um, which we'll be talking about shortly, was a poster of all 11 Doctors. And the TARDIS, and more people commented on that at our table than any other item we have, including the jam sketches we have. Which are gorgeous. Yes. Yes, we got some really super jam sketches. Shout out and thank you to all of the artists who participated, who may in fact actually be too numerous to name. (laughs) And all the ones who will participate again tomorrow. At which point it will definitely be too numerous to name. (laughs) But we will endeavor when they are done. Yeah. Well, he will. One by one. Thank them profusely. Now, oh, wait. As long as we're talking Doctor Who, and we're talking English gentlemen. Uh-oh. There was this one particular artist at the show. Now, what was his name again? I think it was Ben Templesmith. That's the one. Mm. And Mr. Templesmith was an absolute gentleman. And when given the option to participate in the jam sketch, it took almost, I don't know, 45 minutes 
while a line formed around him of people wanting to talk to him about his Doctor Who books and all his other stuff. And he sat there and put the most amazing sketch together for us. Now, not only did he sketch, he sketched, he inked, and then we came back and he actually had the top of like a, a disposable coffee cup and had mixed watercolor in it. <laughs> and yeah. and he was watercoloring his picture on our jam sketch. We were blown away. Thank you, Mr. Tempsmith. Damn right. Thank you, Mr. Templesmith. Let me tell you. Um... And for those who know the character, it's a Wormwood, who is a fun, fun, fun character anyway. And it's just an awesome one. Isn't he his title like Gentleman Corpse? That's correct. <laughs> yes. He is the Gentleman Corpse. So, um, fantastic. It looks phenomenal. His art, and I, and I had to say that I think it was Joe from the Underbirds. Yeah. Also did an excellent, excellent job. Oh my, drawing. yes. Oh my, yes. And, and they're right next to each other, and those two just grab you right out of that sketch. And the whole sketch is phenomenal. We have some other phenomenal people who participated, but those two are the ones with yeah. the shading and the depth, and they, they really just grab you. And we, just so you folks know what it is, it's basically it's a drawing of Callahan's Crosstime Saloon. And we see Wormwood sitting next to a werewolf, sitting next to Ash from Evil Dead 2. Uh, sitting next to a ninja. No, a ninja. the ninja's dropping from the ceiling and, and drinking sake. Spider-Man's there. Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yes, and the Loch Ness Monster. And the Loch Ness Monster. And it is just hilariously beautiful. And uh, why don't we just talk a little bit about why we're doing all this. What mm. the? Uh, we really should back up a little and just... Hit the uh, the whole Spider and Gene Robinson issue. So, in case you were unaware, and I don't know how you could be at this point, but just in case, if you're just joining us, um, if this is the very May... first time you've actually ever listened to us, <laughs> which could happen because people found us at Comic Con. That's very true. On May eighth, we're having our Robert A. Heinlein special, which is very—he's a very special author and very dear to the sci-fi community. That's for sure. And we're having. On our show, a very good friend and also an excellent author in his own right, Spider Robinson. And unfortunately, Spider's wife, Jean, is currently battling cancer. So we decided we had to do something. We couldn't just know she had cancer and leave it at that. We had to do something to raise awareness and raise funds to help her pay for her chemotherapy. And we decided to do several jam sketch pieces at the conventions that we're going to be at up until May 8th. And auction them off starting on May 8th on eBay. And all the proceeds and a lithograph of the pieces would go to Gene. So what we've done at the Granite Con in Nashua last month and at Boston Comic Con is walked around with these lovely sheets, one of which says Lady Sally's, the other one says Callahan Saloon, and walked up to artists who have, some we have contacted previously, others we hadn't, some we had contact with, some we hadn't, and said, would you be willing to put a piece into this sketch? The end product that we've got, 
and we'll be posting them on our website in the in the, the coming weeks. The end product that we've gotten in, uh, on the first three sketches is just heartbreakingly beautiful. Well, it's it's not hard when you go up to them and say, "Well, will you be drawing an alcoholic or a prostitute?" <laughs> yes, I, I did say bar or bordello more times than I can count tonight. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'll ever have to say that those phrases again. At least linked to each other. Yeah, in, in my life, and everyone just went, "Huh? <laughs> what?" And then we had to explain that Callahan's Cross Time Saloon was an uh, interplanetary bar. And that Lady Sally's, Lady Callahan's, was uh, basically an interplanetary house of ill repute. Or amazing yeah. repute, depending on who you are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and most people were like, oh, awesome. Give me the Mordello. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a common response. We actually even, amazingly, got Amber Benson to draw a smiley face and sign the bordello piece. Yes. Willow's girlfriend actually contributed to the prostitute piece, folks. Who is like the sweetest, nicest, most amazing person ever, by the yes, way. Yes, she is. And you won't believe what's charged by the hour. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Ouch. And she, as she closes the window, like, screw you guys. Get my agent on the phone. And an assassin. <laughs> and a lawyer. Yeah. I gotta tell you, Java, we had the coolest time with Amber Benson. Because long ago we had her on the show. I mean, long ago, like six years. Wow. How far back? Six <laughs> years. Wow. Let's see. Uh, I was uh, in diapers, I think, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and we we did the interview with her sitting in the manager of Tower Records office in Los Angeles. Oh, that's right, on her cell phone. On her cell phone. Yeah, I remember that. And we were working for Clear Channel at the time. God rest their bloody dead stump. And... <laughs> you know what I like about you, Dom? What? Your charity and your, your forgiveness. Absolutely. <laughs> I did not say may they rot in hell, but I said it just now. <laughs> We just talked about the bloody stump. Exactly. We just went bloody stump and left it at that. And the night we had Amber on, um, we had kind of been briefed that she could be a little bit uh, scatological. To say the least. And we were very, very careful, and she was very, very careful, and she got some in anyway. (laughs) God bless her. Uh, and she is just the sweetest, kindest, most wonderful human being on the planet. Uh, I love her dearly. Uh, we actually invited her to be on the show tonight, but she unfortunately had a commitment. But we are going to get her on with her boyfriend, Adam Bush, to talk about their new movie. Oh, God help me, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, Adam Bush was also on Buffy, right? Yes, he plays. He was, uh, he was the one who was flayed alive John- by Willow. Jonathan? No, 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 not Jonathan. Um, He's one of the trio, though. He was the leader. Uh, Warren? That was, he Warren. was Warren. Warren. No, he was Warren. He was the one who killed her. Right, he was the one who killed her. Right. 
Spoiler alert! <laughs> no, yeah, spoiler what? alert! Uh, if you haven't watched the show in twenty years, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, wait a minute. Let's. We should just continue on the the Comic Con theme. So tomorrow. Spoiler: Buffy dies <laughs> twice. <laughs> what? You mean she's a comic book character? <laughs> wow. Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> Tomorrow we will also, uh, actually, we will be moved, we won't be downstairs in the main hall anymore, we will be upstairs in the panel room because our own dead redhead will be hosting all three panels. And who are you going to be uh, introducing? First I'll be speaking with none other than Mr. Jim Lee, the comic book legend who started with Marvel, went on to help co-found Image, and is at DC, I believe, at the moment? Yes. But Doctor Who is a great show! <laughs> but no, we'll be talking to Jim Lee, who had people literally lined outside the door. That's, that's the one o'clock session. That's the one o'clock session. At two o'clock, we'll be talking to Eric Powell, who most people would know from The Goon, is probably his most famous creation, which actually is going to end up being a some sort of film. In the near future, and and they just they just did a crossover, the goon with Metalocalypse. That's right. They were part of Metalocalypse, which if you're a, a uh, adult, adult swim fan, you know who those guys are. And then our the highlight of the day. Hello. Three o'clock. We'll be Java. Talking. No, no, wait, Java, Java. You gotta hear this because this is me having the most fun I am ever gonna have. Uh, well, no, we're also, there's one more guest for... <laughs> oh. We'll also be, at 3 o'clock, we'll be interviewing Mike Mignola, the of hell. What made, what made you think that wasn't it? Because I know what's coming next. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love Hellboy. I will be there for that one. Oh, absolutely. Um, we'll all be there for that and one. And then, right after that, the cast of Sci-Fi Saturday Night will be... And Java, this is going to be hard for you. <laughs> But we will be doing a costume contest. We're the judges. We're the judges. Anyone dressed as Harley Quinn, you have an advantage. Hello. <laughs> that Jack Sparrow that was there today, dude, come back tomorrow, please. I was going to say, Sci-Fi Saturday Nights, uh, we are entirely open to bribes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and ladies, less is more. <laughs> And let me tell you that we will be posting pictures of both winners and incredibly beautiful runners-up on the website as quickly as we humanly can. Because I've got to tell you, there was a young lady today dressed as Black Canary. Oh, yeah, That was baby. just phenomenal. And there was, of course, your token slave girl, Leia. Oh, there oh my. There always has to be one. There oh, always yeah, has to be yes, one. Yes, but you know what? She pulled she it off. She did not look like Jabba the Hutt. She looked like... <laughs> like she she did look phenomenal, although she had blonde hair. Oh, know. my God. Who I, cares? Um, no, she did continuity, it. but I'll, I'll give it to you. This, this slave has been bad and must be punished. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was actually a fantastic force to Sue Storm. Oh, yeah. And Quite that, visible. That was a rockin' little visible fantastic... Uh, Sue Storm. We're gonna get slapped tomorrow. I know we are. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Yeah. Hi, and thanks for playing the game. 
We'll enjoy every second of it. Oh, man. Well, you know what? I think people already know what we're like. Um, <laughs> we had... One of the ways we were raising money today was we have a sock monkey at our booth. And it was like, we took a page from Mike Doherty of the Brown Coats and said to everyone who came by, hey, spank our monkey for $2, touch him for one. <laughs> my poor monkey. My we poor did. monkey I made with my own two hands. We made, and, and that. Hey, we made, made good money today. Here, here. Uh -huh. Thank you so much, all, pe all, you, all the people who came by to spank the monkey for us. We do appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Notice we kept eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> it was difficult from time to time, oh, but we did. Oh man! Oh man! And um, we were next to the neighbors, neighbors from hell, actually, or neighbors to hell. Oops, sorry. The, the, the six six four. It was like three, three, three. It was. Uh, 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 oh, we were only sitting next to them for ten hours. Yeah, yeah no we, that wasn't it enough was time six, to six, learn their four. names they or had what Satan they were doing. There. They had, they had a great artist. They had Satan and his baby there. Yeah, Satan had. Yes, there was had a, a baby. Uh, he was cute. They had a guy. Oh, they had how. Satan <laughs> with a baby in a. In oh a, yes. In a dress. No. No. <laughs> Baby. It was in one but, of those uh, sling things that the demon had, the baby on The demon his had. <laughs> it was fantastic. Honest wow. to God, I gotta tell you, I've had more fun, uh, and I'm also so freaking exhausted, it is unbelievable. We saw some old friends like Peter Vinton Jr. Oh, Peter. Oh, shout out, Peter, Peter. We love you. We love you, man. So, Peter, we saw the Underburbs who we weren't next to. For a change? Why? We love the I, I think it's because they requested it at this point. <laughs> no, I, they Can love you us. Keep I went us over away there and they were like. Sci Fi Saturday night. And the, the live Countess. The Countess herself was there. Yes. And yes, okay. she was fantastic. And she worked on our jam piece. We, and Sarah Richard was there again. And Sarah, Christine it's always. And Quinn. Lovely to see. Yes, many friends oh. of the show. And, and then we met some people who we've interviewed. But have never actually met in person, which was Steve Latiri of Sci Final and his staff. Yeah, that yes. was kind of. It's really weird, um, you know. Having interviewed Amber and uh, and <laughs> I, I said Steve, Steve Latiri. No, I know, I know, but I, I, wanna, I just <laughs> want to go back guy. to that for a second. Oh, okay. He's, he's getting hypoglycemic. Get hello, hello. <laughs> and, and Steve Golden. Now, Steve. Steve, Steve Golden. Golden. My God. Steve Gold. All right. Oh, you know what? Doom, you're wow. cut off. <laughs> Get me another beer, please. Steve Latiri. Chris Golden didn't even recognize me, which I thought was hilarious as hell. But uh, when we got face to face with people that we've interviewed but never actually been face to face with, it was actually even funnier just having them go, Dome? <laughs> And people did recognize us all day. We we had our our cast T-shirts on. We did, we did indeed. And um, people were like brain in a jar. Aren't you that podcast thingy? That's right. So so we had good fun with that. We had good fun, and then we made some new friends. Um, we did. Ben, ben Temple Smith. Ben Temple Smith, yeah. Um, well, so we were talking about pro being professional and being a gentleman. Longtime industry gentleman Sergio Aragonis, oh, who, who was even worked on Mad Magazine back 
when Mad Magazine was a was big deal. <laughs> yeah. And he was early. He set himself up on time. He, he set was, himself up on time. He was kind. So we just had a fantastic day. We made, we're hoping to make a lot more friends tomorrow, buy some cool stuff. Oh, oh, speaking of buying stuff, I bought myself four new Harley Quinns. <laughs> four? Only four? Only no, four. No, it may have been five. Oh, may have been five. Oh, you know who else I want to thank? I want to thank Tyler James. And I'll tell you why. <clears throat> Tyler James had an ad at the bottom of the Boston Comic Con page. And it said, hey, want a free piece of art? Click here. And to the first 300 people that hit his website and asked for a free piece of art, he did a free um, card, sketch card. And... I walked, to, walked up to him and I went, Hi, I'm the Dome. I asked for a Harley Quinn. He opened up his thing and he handed me one. And it was gorgeous. Yeah, he did a really nice job. And his, his booth was filled all day long with, with uh, people. It was, that was the other thing too, Java. It was unbelievable. There was a line waiting to get in that didn't go down until oh. 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The room was booked beyond capacity almost the entire day. It, it was a two-hour long line. Yes, the dead redhead had to play the security guard for a while, and I caught these two little munchkins who were trying to get in without paying, and no they way. didn't. Good for you. We didn't let them in, but we had a lot of really, really nice people with a lot of patience. Thank goodness. Because it, it, was, it was huge. I can't even describe to you the amount of people that were there. They were turning people well, away at the door for like, a while. I gotta say, this is nice because Boston had a bad reputation for a long time in the, in the comic book field as like you know a dead zone mm -hmm. as far as conventions went. And, Boy, they uh, changed it up. Whoo, just the just the change uh, from this past October, just six months ago. Yeah. I mean, it was a good show six months ago, but it was nothing like this. Yes, this is this is on a whole other level. This we, is like rivaling is New at, York, at least double or triple the size of October's. And it's it's a much better setup. There's there's less like little nooks and crannies and rooms, and it's all one big but room. Get lost. And you can see everything. Yeah. And, you know, we saw our friends from Double Midnight. Shout out to uh, Chris and... And Quincy. Well, Quincy, Quincy was, was at the, the store. Shadonda. Shadonda. Shout out. <laughs> and the rest of the Double Midnight crew, we love you as always. Shadonda? I hardly knew her. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm not sure that quite worked. Uh, we'll let it go. Uh, we're getting tired and it's... <laughs> It's time to uh, It's only like 8.30. It's, it's only, only What do you mean, only 8.30? And isn't it time for trivia? No! Because <laughs> oh. we're exhausted! <laughs> That's right. We've actually decided there is going to be no trivia tonight because we don't have one. We, we don't have a question. We have some prizes, but we're too sleepy to take a picture of them. We are tired. We are worn out. And you know what? You know what? How about this? Everyone listening, go to the chat rooms, tell us which doctor is the best, and fight it out amongst yourselves. <laughs>
And be careful of that gentleman who came over and, and told me that we had the wrong answer last week. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, well. Oh, no, but you know what? It just means that our fans care, and they they care enough to come and tell us and talk to us, and we appreciate that. He did. He brought the article, and I thank him very much for that. You know, you know. I heard today. I heard today from always secondhand, never from the source of of the request that something was wrong with our RSS feeds. Now I'm subscribed to our RSS feed, so I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with it. But if whoever is having a problem with it could could email me at kriana at sci-fi saturday night dot com. Um, I'd love to fix it. I didn't know wow. that there was anything wrong. I don't you know. Think, I'm not I sure. Thought, I thought the charity event that we we're doing was enough, but no, this proves that you care. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Oh As I throw my beer bottle at Illustrator X. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. And won't be the last. Ow! <laughs> my skull! <laughs> it's okay, so, you have a hard head. <laughs> so while, while the rest of the Sci-Fi Saturday Night crew has been uh, off enjoying Boston Comic Con... Carousing, I think, is the word. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm stuck here in Indiana. Uh... There has been some interesting news on the movie front. Please tell us. Um, well, let's see here. Uh, lots of cast changes for the next Pirates of the Caribbean. Does anybody care? No. I do. I do. Is Johnny Depp going to be in it? I don't know. I don't think so. Johnny Depp won't be in it, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Wait, how about Orlando Bloom? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the latest cast list, but there's been lots of changes. I mean, and it doesn't really mean anything anymore. Orlando, uh, Orlando, Florida. It's a no. big cast. But Karen Knightley definitely does. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, the new the, the preacher movie. What? The yeah, preacher is being made into a movie. Um, and, and the slated luck. director. <laughs> the slated director. A, a miniseries. Is it a min no? I no. thought it was a movie. No, well, I know HBO had it had it optioned for years, and they finally had to drop it last year because they're like, we cannot make Preacher. We uh, <laughs> we can make The Sopranos, we can do Oz, but Preacher is too much. And everyone was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, excuse me. The it's yeah, it's being made into a full length feature, and John August is writing the script, and. Uh, John August? Who's John August? Who's John August? What, do, what do we know him from? Um, let's see here. What does Wikipedia tell us about John August? <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia. Okay. Well, the I don't know. with Preacher, it's like, how do you pitch it? It's like, okay, one of the main characters is a kid, is a kid who basically ate a shotgun and lived ate a shotgun blast and lived and he's the comedy relief people keep making fun of his suicide attempt <laughs> and that's that's the least uh, controversial part of the show <laughs> suicide attempts aren't funny there's and, the uh, more fish. well that's the whole thing and then there's Be the TC TC okay. who has sex with birthday cakes fish dogs Corpses and everything else in the in the uh, series. 
It's yeah. also comedy relief. <laughs> okay, so um, he wrote Go, Titan AE, Charlie's Angels, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Corpse Bride. He's worked with Tim Burton a lot. Wow. wow. Okay. Oh, hey. That's impressive. Yeah, and um, so he's writing the script. And Sam Mendes was slated to um, to do the do the directing for the for the film, but apparently he's left. And so it might be that John August is going to take over the directing of it as well. Um, I'm not really sure about that, but according to Slash Film, the according to Slash Film, the August's uh, script is really faithful to the to the graphic novel so we'll see what that what comes of that i'm just i'm looking forward to the movie okay it sounds like it's going to be interesting i don't know if it's going to be good or not but it's sure sounds like <laughs> it does sound yeah that's interesting. well she'll probably just focus on cassidy because they're, they're gonna hitch on to the vampire craze and just go after cassidy Did he sparkle he does not sparkle actually there's this great one standalone issue where he kicks the butt of a couple um, Lestat-type vampires. Just oh, the Edward Cullens of the vampire world? Oh, yes. Uh, more the, more the, the uh, Anne Rice's. Yes. Ah, even better. Yeah, you, you can't even compare Edward Cullen and Anne Rice. You just, you, you can't. He no. does not suffer um, those people gently. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. It's <laughs> so another word for your cat. No. <laughs> No, leave Mally alone. <laughs> How about this? Swamp Thing and High Rise might be remade. Yes. Yes, but without Adrian Barbeau, why is Swamp Thing even even on the radar? <laughs> um, I, I, what, don't even start. What? Wait, wait. Uh, um, what issues do you what, have? What, what storyline did they mention? Did they mention um, the Alan Moore run? Let me check the story. Well, if they did, then... Damn it, I need confirmation. <laughs> Our listenership depends on this. Guys, Illustrator X is about to turn old in a week or so. Oh. A, month, a, month, a month or so. That's not fair! <laughs> I've been getting funny feelings down there for a week now! It still doesn't mean a damn thing, does it? <laughs> Ouch. She's a cat. She's a woman. I don't... I just feel weird when she's tied up. <laughs> she's a hero or a villain or something better. Oh, oh God. Oh. Oh. We really need to shut the alcohol off. We so need to shut the alcohol off. Illustrator X has gone bye-bye. <laughs> or has he? All right. Um, <laughs> For God's sakes, man, stop me before I talk again. Please. <laughs> Somebody gag Illustrator X. Um, it's, uh, let, let, let's see, it, it's, just, uh, it's just mentioned because uh, the director of um, Splice um, and has been looking into creating the, both of these movies, and he did say that it's the adaptation of Alan Moore's story. Uh-oh. Wow. And J.G. Ballard's story uh, novel High Rise. So... Oh, well, the Ballard High Rise thing is, is probably worth the move. 
the yeah. one. So we'll see what comes of that. You know, remakes are rampant these days, and yeah. you never know. Um, when when are we gonna get sick oh, and just stop going to remakes? Um, never. Never. Yeah, never. Uh, well, there is an original film on the radar that lots of people have been talking about. Um, that's called Small, and it's actually a full-length um, movie that was written by a guy named Carl Eric Rinch, who for a pioneer. Um, there's a project called the Parallel Alliance Project from Philips Cinema. Um, and he, he wrote and directed um, a small film called The Gift, which is available on YouTube. We're going to post the link uh, on the website, no. which if you have a chance to, to watch it, it will. it is definitely a good use of five minutes. No, you're not, it's a you're not talking about the Jane's Addiction Perry Farrell film, The Gift, no. just to make, be clarified for our listeners. Right. Um, and this, uh, this short film is, um, kind of based on the, uh, a, a realistic future. Um, Rinch spent a lot of time talking with, uh, Nobel prize winning scientists and theorists to design a world and a story that he thinks is, is plausible. Uh, something kind of like 2001. Um, or Blade Runner. In fact, uh, Rinch said he was joking, uh, but he said it's kind of a mix between 2001 Blade Runner, Blade Runner, and Doctor Zhivago. Which... <laughs> well, that makes sense in a lot of ways, based on not only uh, the setting but the tempo and the pace of, of the film as well. Realize that it's a five-minute film; uh, it jams an awful lot of stuff into you in five minutes. Yes, and beautifully. I mean. Rinch already is working on two projects with Universal. He's doing Creature from the Black Lagoon and 47 Ronin. Um, really? So, 47 Ronin? Yeah. No kidding. Wow. So this is, this, but this is an original film that he wrote called Small. And it's, it's, uh, the concept art is posted on Collider.com, and it's fan-frickin-tastic. Awesome. Well, I got to tell you that so, that five-minute film really just kind of grabbed me nicely. Yeah, I was listening in as you guys were watching it, and it was funny because you were all talking at the beginning, and then it was like about a minute, and it was silence. Dead silence. <laughs> yeah. Dead silence. They're not not one of us said a word. We were just kind of really wow. straining to catch every little detail of the visual. That you know, the complexity of a visual can all, many times be lost if within that first 30 seconds to a minute you don't find a way to hook the, the, the viewer's attention sufficiently for them to be able to get those things. Now, he plays a number of games with the viewer within that first 30 seconds to hook you. And he does it beautifully. I mean, it's it's very good visual storytelling, and it leaves you with 20, 30, 40 unanswered questions. Absolutely. And, and that, that short film is a prequel to the, to the full-length movie Small. So, uh, you know, hopefully it gets, you know, picked up and, and produced. The concept art is great, too. So really definitely check that, that out. <laughs> 
It's set in what looks like Russia, and the guy has the best hat. <laughs> yeah, that's there's, true. There's oh, probably yeah. a name for that type of hat, but I don't know what it is. Babushka. No. 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 Babushka. <laughs> I just go with anything Santa Claus. <laughs> Does it I was thinking the same thing, though. Oh, thank you. Well, no, it's the kind of hat you wear when you tell Dorothy the wizard won't be in today. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Don't make me get out the winged monkeys. <laughs> um, let's see what else is there. Yeah, you find it, we'll pay you five dollars. <laughs> it's a it's a big ushanka. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. Someone's just tuning in now going, whoa, wow, what's a sci-fi concept of Shanka? <laughs> it's, it's a big hat. Russian hat. It's a big furry hat that keeps your head warm. It's a monkey that flies and you have to spank it away. <laughs> uh, yes, gonna... ladies and gentlemen, we've been up since 6.30 Form this morning. Formerly <laughs> the official podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it, it's a Russian fur cap with ear flaps that can be tied up to the crown of the cap or tied at the chin Protect the ears, jaw, and lower chin from the cold. Mm. But you know, yeah. you, you know what the most interesting thing about that that film was. In that first ten or fifteen seconds, you looked at it and you went, "Okay, this is odd." But you really had no clear sense of setting, or time, or yeah. time frame, or or. Any of the other things that you really want to know. And in that, you know, he, he would just salt little things into you from time to time. Uh, and at about 45 seconds in, when the main character is walking down the street and is stopped by, and I'm not going to say what it is because I really want you to go see what it is. Uh, at that point you go, whoa! And that's the point at which we all just stopped dead. Yep. Yeah. Because that's when it caught us. And, uh, you know, kudos. Absolute yeah. kudos. So, again, that's the gift. Yeah. And where can we find this film? What website? Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Um, we will post a link. It, it's part of the Parallel Lines project that Phillips Cinema is, and Ridley Scott Associates is doing. Um, it's five short films, five genres, and some, some of the most... Uh, exciting up-and-coming directors and that's only one of the the films the other films are also really interesting but i think this one takes the cake um what else is on the radar oh uh i've been hearing more and more about cowboys and aliens which is going to be awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's gone to two directors and two main characters hasn't it yeah yeah absolutely um, it was, I think right now, John Favreau is directing it. Um, and Robert Downey Jr. was originally going to play uh, Zeke Jackson. But now <laughs> it's going to be done by Daniel Craig. Oh, my. And Olivia Wilde is in it as Ella. And Harrison Ford is also going to be in it. It's, it's going to be a quite quite the project and uh i'm always up for some cowboys and aliens i mean (laughs) here here why not be yeah so harrison ford that's gonna be fun hopefully he plays an old cowboy because i think that he would be awesome 
Uh, yeah. As long as we don't have to go with Indiana Janet and the geriatric crew. <laughs> Give me my whip, damn it! Throw me the and I'll throw you the whip. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Plenty of other stuff, too. Um, the the Spider-Man remake, the reboot of the Spider-Man series. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen or heard of uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yep. Um, some of my students love that series. Um, but the lead role from that movie, Logan Lehman, it might be playing the new Spider-Man, which would be a completely different take for Spider-Man, as he's, I, I think he's like 17. Oh, my. So we're doing, what is it? Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Uh, I, do you think the franchise is worth it, quite honestly? I don't know. I mean, I, I see, you know, it's um, oh, it's, it's based on a different time, like a different line of the, of the Spider-Man universe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the I, ultimate. I mean, the whole the, point of the Ultimate uh, Universe was that it was supposed to tie in closer to the movies. The Ultimate uh, Spider-Man is supposed to be closer to the Sam Raimi movies. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the kid is, you know, super young. Well, don't forget, when, uh, the first, when Spider-Man first appeared back in the early 60s, he was like 14 or 15. That's true. That is true. You know... That is true, but I, I mean, do we really want to go back there? Do we want to? Do we want to go back to teenage angst superheroes? Did we learn? Yeah, but did we learn nothing from Edward Cullen? <laughs> did oh, we learn geez. nothing? Oh, we go Are you? Wait, wait, wait! Oh. Are you comparing <laughs> Spider-Man to Edward Cullen? I am in this particular instance. Yes. Oh my! Uh, and that is our cue. To no, shut that is this not down. the cue. Yes, it Brianna, is. Brianna, I think you and I should leave the boys to themselves. No, you know what? That's just a dangerous proposition, and since it's my setup, <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling this one. Yes, ma'am. You're calling it. I'm calling it. I'm I'm pulling the plug. I'm calling you fish. Go uh, okay. fish. Well, do you have any sevens? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm pulling the plug, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you at Comic Con tomorrow. Wait, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, on the coming up calendar, we have a packed schedule for the next few months. Uh, next week's show, we will be having the return of, because you asked for it, White Wolf author Jess Hartley returns to the show. April 24th, we will have DJ Sucklord of the band Suckadelic. Are Java, you sure you're got- a real guy? <laughs> yes, because I'll tell you, there are so many people who came by the booth today were like, oh yeah, Harlan Ellis and spider Oh my god, you got the Suckadelic guys? I'm like, um, yeah, yeah it was tough. Javi, you got to be here for this one. You can't. I will be for that. April 24th, man, that'll be a good one. May 1st, we will have a doubleheader with editor Hunter Lagore of The Last Man Anthology, plus our old friend Michael Hinman from Airlock Alpha returns for a good game of Truth or Bullshit. Yes. And then. What's the rating again? Ladies and gentlemen, the episode we've all been waiting for, May 8th, is our Robert A. Heinlein tribute episode featuring special guest Spider Robinson. Woo! 
And that is the night we kick off our, our charity auction. We have, I think, almost two dozen items to auction off right now, including three jam pieces. We'll be getting more tomorrow. Hit our website to see these things. They will blow you away. Um, after that, uh, May 15th, we have Ed and Adrian Ludwigsen of the uh, Cult Web Phenomenon, WhatHappenedToSarah.com. May 22nd is our Granite State Comic Con special featuring director Michael Dougherty of Brown Coats Redemption. Oh, I'm Woo. sorry. The name Michael Dougherty puts Kriana to sleep here. She's nodding off. I am not. Uh, I then. think Mike is cool. All right, then. <laughs> and then May 29th, our Fritz Leiber tributes featuring special guests. Who? Harlan Ellison. Oh, oh my. my God. And we just got another story tonight from Mike Mignola. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. And, and at some point, Mike may actually be joining us. We're, we're going to have to gird our loins for that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> my loins Good night, everybody. Hold on, hold on. We also want to make sure we thank Comic Art House. And thank, Bob Shaw. Yes, thank you to Bob Shaw and Kim Mullen of ComicArtHouse.com. Uh, they are also our, uh, we are also the official uh, podcast of Comic Art House. They see Bob and Kim for the best deals on original comic artwork. And we do want to especially thank the Boston Comic Con. Jimmy and Nick. Oh, thank, thank you, you guys. guys. We appreciate everything you've done for us. We, we, you know, we hope to do right by you now and in the future. And uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow. So from the all-you-can-eat ice cream bar at the uh, <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe here in Area 51. Wait, no, wait. We're, we're in the Alston Brighton Oh, Helm we're in the Alston Brighton Helm out. I apologize. Thanks for listening to another edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Kriana, thanks for all you do. Yo. Dead Redhead, Illustrator X. You're wonderful. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Java, good to have you back among the willing. Uh-huh. And Glad to we'll be. see you all next week. Gene, you're in our thoughts and prayers. Yes. Good night, everyone.